Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Ashley Pickle. I'm the executive producer of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Texan Live. Um, we have a magazine. We also have a website. You can check all that out. But whether you're watching us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, or listening to us on the podcast version, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm. It is this back freshly from jamaica not with I, I was really hoping you were going to come back like michael scott with the bongos and be like <laughs> that's what i was really hoping for um, i'm but sorry you to disappoint yeah it's okay but it's mallory hartley our associate producer mallory how are you doing well hey guys thanks for having me on Dude, she's so excited to be back. Can you hear it in her voice? Like <laughs> the positivity is just. I am I mean, happy to be back. <laughs> it's I just like a lot. Work. You get back, and it's a lot. It is, yeah, um, that's for sure. Also, just so happy to be here. It is our college football insider. It's Mike Craven. Craven, thanks for uh, being told that you were going to be on the podcast today. <laughs> yeah, I got the uh, I got the notification last night. You know, so I had overnight to plan <laughs> and, for it. So uh, to sink, gonna, let it gonna sink be in. Bringing a lot of heat today let's go um yeah so obviously we took off all of last week but we are back and we will have a show every day this week we'll go ahead and do a quick programming note another thing real fast tepper is not here him and the family have been uh kind of covid ridden but everyone is in good spirits they're doing well he's staying home this week really just as an abundance of caution because we leave on saturday to go to coaching school so Mm -hmm. um it'll be just kind of a hodgepodge of all of us putting uh, on shows for the rest of the week but we're back and so if you missed us you probably didn't, but if you did, we're here, whether you like it or not. Um, so today is Tuesday, July 12th, 135 days until Thanksgiving. Um, it is the 79th birthday of Harrison Ford. Uh, Mallory said, that's a Star Wars guy, right? I love Star Wars. So happy birthday to our resident <laughs> Star Wars fan. Um, this is episode 1416 on today's show. Um, we are just going to catch up a little bit. It's been a long time. We all kind of mentally, some of us mentally checked out for a week or so. So we're going to get everyone caught up on some headlines across the state. And then in the back half of the show, um, Mallory, a couple weeks ago, did an interview with Leeds Beckett University. If you're not familiar with that, it's because it's across the pond. It's over there in England, correct? Um, So we're going to hear some British accents. Do they have accents? Uh, One of them does, yes. The other one is actually from uh, here. Uh, He's a coach over there, but he actually went, uh, he played Texas high school football and, oh, how about uh, that? Yeah, and so now he's over there coaching. But, yeah, so one of them has an accent. Cool, the other so we one have an accent like and then the so. other one that played Texas high school football. So yeah, all pretty over cool. the place. Pretty cool. Um, what, is, what is the coolest accent? Uh, I like Australian. Uh, yeah. But that also sounds a lot like British. Sure, like a, a redneck British. Yeah. 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 I like, uh, uh, I think I'd go with Australian, too. Yeah. That's a good one. 
What do you think? <laughs> I think the French accent is hilarious. <laughs> like you got to like you really get right. in there. Right. You know? I, Italian yeah. is pretty too. Yeah. yeah I like it, Italian. Oh yeah. I, did, I like the ones that I can laugh at. So Australia is also good. Uh, but yeah, French accents crack me up. Like I can't, oh, like, I can't keep a straight face. Like especially when real, they get mad. Right. Like if a real French person is talking to me, like I'm smiling. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I you can't, just get a lot. I can't. <gasps> yeah. Like it's awesome. I can't. Like I can't do it though. And that's like that's one that there is no way that it like translates well with like English. Like a Spanish accent. Like you can kind of. I took a lot of Spanish, so I can kind right. of get some of that. Like German has a couple of like crossovers. I feel like there is no crossover uh-uh. from french to england no. and then the, also it's fun to listen to like other people do american accents oh yeah because you know, they just talk super <laughs> slow and stuff yep. and it's like oh okay that okay. yeah okay quick side note that's funny we met a, a uk couple at the resort and i was like can y'all do an american accent they were like yeah sure it was terrible yeah it was awful but, you know. just really you just made it just talk slow and dumb yeah right? well and it really depends <laughs> on what kind of american accent they do because you could do like boston and us sound very different new york know? california a lot of them do valley girl california, california. so yeah um anyway here with our language podcast welcome to TFT. <laughs> um so yeah that's what we're all gonna do before we get any more off the rails mallory do we have uh, first four through the door we sure do it was nick morton andrew christensen rob hadaway and aaron arbuckle welcome in fellas Welcome in, friends. All right, let's get started here with some headlines across the state. We're going to start in the college ranks. Um, We're going to go small college here. And Lamar is going to be moving from the WAC to the Southland Conference. We knew that this was coming, but the move is actually coming earlier than what we had Mm -hmm, thought. mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, the big thing is, you know, it's a month until the season, month and a half until the season, and and Lamar's going to play, you know, Southland football. So it's going to make a headache for the schedule, you know, makers. You know, I am always curious of, like, what this does for the other coaches. Mm -hmm. You know, like, if if you work at Houston Baptist or something like that, how much does this throw you off? What does it do for your planning? So, uh, a headache probably more for the conference offices mm-hmm. than, than for the coaches. Uh, but it's good for Lamar, right? You want to get to where you're going to be. You know, if you're eventually going to be in this conference, you just want to get there as soon as possible, not just for the football, but for the other 16 sports that you have. It'll cut down on their travel costs. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll build some rivalries and kind of get those, those going. It solidifies that conference, and I think that's the most important part. It Today, with this whole musical chairs and the super conferences and the mega conferences, it's easy just to think about the SEC and just the Big 12 and just the Pac-12 and just the Big 10. But this all trickles down. And what you're seeing right now is a bunch of conferences racing to solidify themselves, just to, like, have this, like, we're not under attack type Mm -hmm. deal. And it has felt like over the last year or two, the WAC and the Southland have kind of been battling in the same way that Conference USA and Sunbelt have been battling over, like, who's going to be the most stable bottom conference Mm -hmm. here? You know, like, where... Where is this floor going to be? Who's going to get, like, you know, cannibalized and who's not? For the Southland to get UIW back over there and now to get Lamar back over there really puts their footprint in Texas, gives them 10 schools, and I think it kind of anchors them to – go poach other teams rather than teams come and poach them. Right. Well, and that's kind of one of those things, too, when you look at it, like when you're going back on the timeline a little bit, we saw Tarleton start making moves. We saw uh, A&M Commerce start making moves. So it was kind of one of those things that it's funny to think about in the view of all of the crazy SEC, the Big 12. This has been going on a little bit, almost more in FCS recently than it has been Mm -hmm. 
all the mess that is happening now. Yeah. It's just not broadcasted as much. It's just not, yeah. Because yeah. at the top, you're you're talking about like a billion dollars or like $1.2 billion, right. right? Like, you know, at the bottom, it gets more and more crucial to kind of stay afloat here because you're not making millions of dollars for football. No. You know, like you your think athletic about department it. isn't just rolling in cash, right? And so you have to make really strategic moves and you have to group yourself with like-minded universities. And I, I think when Incarnate Word made their jump back to the Southland, Lamar was like, well, we got to get there too, yeah. right? Because look, Lamar, Incarnate Word, you know, I-10, it's only two and a half hours away. Like you want to be partnered with some schools. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And I think this gives Lamar a good base. You know, Houston Baptist is right there as well, about an hour from Beaumont. Uh, Incarnate Words, not too far. You know, McNeese State, you know, not that that far in the boot of Louisiana. And so it kind of gives them that kind of Houston to San Antonio, South Louisiana region with the University of New Orleans. And it puts them in a spot to where they're not vulnerable, you know, in the next year or two, you know, for teams coming in and taking Incarnate Word, taking Lamar. Right. They've kind of built a base. And I think Southland is probably now the one a little bit on notice with Sam Houston leaving, mm -hmm. now Incarnate Word leaving, Lamar leaving. What is what is the Southland going to look like moving forward, and will it kind of turn into Conference USA? I was going to say, it right. looks just, like a, a Conference right, USA. I don't mm -hmm. know. And I, right now, if you had to declare a winner, you know, like the Sun Belt beat Conference USA. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the Southland is, or, you know, Southland is beating the whack. Mm -hmm. Right. And, right. And that's, it's going to be something that's pretty interesting to watch over the next couple of years. Well, and they pulled in some big recruits, too. I mean, we've talked a lot about like the bigger guys, especially down from the Corpus, the Coastal Bend area. You have kind of that Golden Triangle area, all mm -hmm. of those like little surrounding areas knowing that you have those three universities right there is really good for them because they can go and say, hey, instead of going up to go to some whatever college in, you know, New Mexico State, it's like, hey, go ahead and come here and you can be right here from home. Your parents can come watch. The facilities aren't all that terrible at any of those places, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. So I think it's a good move for them. Yeah. For sure. Um, up next, we're going to transition over into a bigger conference. Like we said, another one that's been completely in flux here. But the media poll came out um, before Big 12 Media Days, which we'll get into that in a second because I know both of y'all will be mm -hmm. there. But according to the media, Baylor picked to win the Big 12. How do you feel about that? Yeah, yeah I mean, it lines shocking. up with what we had in the magazine. I mean, honestly, if you look at 1 through 10, the only difference is we had West Virginia and Texas Tech flipped in our magazine. We had Texas Tech at 8, West Virginia at 9. The Big 12 Media Poll has West Virginia at 8, Texas Tech at 9. So uh, pretty in line with what I, I was thinking going in there. It's a fascinating year in the Big 12 because I don't know. Spencer Sanders was the first team all preseason Big 12 yeah. quarterback. You know, right. that, it's, that tells you everything you need to know about the Big 12 this year. Mm -hmm. Like Nobody knows what's going to happen. You right. know, Big 12 or Baylor was picked to win the Big 12 and they lost their starting quarterback, both of their running backs, two wide receivers. Yeah. The defensive player of the year in the Big 12, their leading tackler at middle mm -hmm. linebacker, and their two best defensive backs. And they're still picked to win the Big 12 because at least we know their offensive line and defensive line are going to be Are going to be good, so right. Like and, really, and, and, you know, and there's so many questions at Oklahoma. Right. There's so right. many questions at Texas. Mm -hmm. Do you trust Oklahoma State? Nobody ever does. No, right. absolutely not. And so it was one of those where it's almost like by default, like it was like you were left over with Baylor. Mm -hmm. Like when I was doing the magazine, it was like, I, I don't know, man. They got a new quarterback. All the things I just mentioned, do you pick them to win a second straight Big 12? But then you look at all the other teams, and they have bigger question marks. Right, because you're looking exactly. for stability. Like yeah. There's some level of consistency there that you're not going to get. Because, yes, obviously we know Quinn Ewers is probably likely to be the starter at Texas. And it's like, that could be the best thing in the entire world. Right. Uh -huh. It could also be the worst thing in the entire world. You just don't know. Right. So at some, yeah, at some level, it's kind of like... Well, if we're going to roll the dice, we can at least look for one halfway leaning, consistent dice. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if you've got a stout offensive and defensive line, you're probably good you got to a good go. Base. You know, you got yeah. a good base to go off of. And, and I think it shows that people really like Blake Shapin. 
You yeah, know, like yes, I, I they trust him. I remember when we yeah. were having the Gary Bohan and Blake Shapin conversations in like March. We didn't know. You know like yeah. I, you know, I was like, I, I can tell you who I think is the better quarterback. Mm-hmm. And, and Blake Shapin won that job. And I think he gives that offense some different dimensions of different dynamics than they had last year. For me, the big question for Baylor is the running game mm-hmm. because they were so good at running the football out of that wide zone last year. But yeah. like we talk about on Republic of Football all the time, that's more about your offensive line than your running Absolutely. back. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Give me a great offensive line and an average running back over a great running back and an average offense. Exactly. Every day that of offensive week. line makes the world and a difference. they got four out of five starters coming back. Their OC is a former offensive lineman. So, like, they're going to run the football. Um, I think Baylor, you know, Dave Aranda is ascending. You mm-hmm. know, like, he mm-hmm. is that next guy. Oh, yeah. Like, he's the, you know, and we can argue if Baylor's, you know, like, one of the top 20 jobs in the country or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's one of those guys that's going to demand that kind of respect. And he's going to be, if you're a Baylor fan, the 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 bad part about this is, like, every offseason you're going to deal with Matt, with Dave Aranda being, like, the guy, guy rumored right. for every single job. Keeping him in Waco is going to be essential for that program as mm-hmm. they move into the Big 12 because they are starting to position themselves as kind of the cream of the crop of that new look Big 12. Like, Absolutely. Like, like Houston, what are they going to be? You know, they still have to do facilities wise. Like Cincinnati, what are they going to be when they move up? Mm-hmm. Texas Tech's going through a coaching change, right? But Baylor has it cooking, mm-hmm. you know, and if they can keep Aranda in there, they're like right there to be a kind of that. If you're not the in the power. SEC, yeah. you're not in the Big 10, Baylor's next. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that. That could be a good thing. That and, seems like a, the spot you want to be in right. at that point. Right. And correct me if I'm wrong, Is are Baylor and BYU playing again this year? Yep. They are? Okay, yep. well, that'll be kind of cool to see a new yep. look into the Big 12 right yep. then and there. So that'll be a yeah, that'll be of, battle, BYU of this year. battle of the book. That's yeah. what battle I called it, the book. Oh, yeah. I called yeah. it last yeah. year. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. That'll be pretty cool. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, so, well, I do want to talk about real fast before we move on to a couple of high school notes here. Uh, y'all will be out of office both tomorrow and Thursday for Big 12 Media Days. They're hold, held at uh, AT&T Stadium in Arlington. So who who are you seeing there, and what are you excited to kind of get to talk about? Well, the new Big 12 commissioner is going to kind of give ah, you know, yes. kind of his introduction. Here's his press, welcome party. Yeah. yeah, like welcome. <laughs> like, sup, dude? Yeah. Uh, Here's a mess. <laughs> you know, I think there's an argument to be made that the Big 12 is the most fascinating conference right now. Just because you kind of know what the SEC is doing. You kind of know what the Big 10 is doing. The Pac-12 is just hanging on, you know, kind of like a slow death. But like the Big, yeah, that, that's been normal. Right. But like the Big 12 like can be that third conference. It's between them and the ACC. I'm mm-hmm. like, you, you know, if Clemson, Florida State leave the SEC, like the Big 12 can be that third conference. Mm-hmm. Conference. You know, what is his mission statement? How much does he give away? Does he talk about adding more schools? Does he deny any of that kind of stuff? I think those kind of points are, are the biggest thing for me. And then it's also the new coaches, like mm-hmm. just from being an in-state guy, mm-hmm. right? If we're just keeping it in Texas, you know, Joey McGuire, Sonny Dykes, like how do they do? Uh, do they win those days? Do mm-hmm. they win the press conferences? And I think one of the things that Joey McGuire does really well is, is that. wins right? when and he has so a microphone in I, his hand. One yes. of the things I'm most Very interested about is like the Pied Piper yeah. Like holding court for, at Big yep. Twelve Media Day because yeah. like he's going to put on a show. And oh yeah, it's going to be hilarious to watch mm-hmm. and like it, it's going to be you know because he, not many coaches like direct a room the way Joey can. No. Right, you know, and so uh, that's going to be a fun. That's one. Well, and not many coaches want to do that almost <laughs> when it comes right. to a media standpoint. I think right. that's what makes it so special. Is he's not. He doesn't do it in the way of I'm doing this to try and one up Steve Sarkeesian. He does it in a way of. I love the media people. These are right. my friends. These are I'm just Joey McGuire. Yeah, right. it's, he's just yeah. him, which we've said uh, over and over and over again. But uh, no, that'll be cool. So we're excited to see what what a uh, content y'all yeah. come in. We talked about it earlier. I mean, here's another programming note. We're gonna try on Thursday to get 
y'all on the phone a little bit and and do that for TFT. So there's some college stuff. Uh, just a couple of coaching changes. Yes, it is July 12th, and those are still a thing, and they're still <laughs> happening. Um, one most likely coming down tonight pending um, school board approval Decatur defensive line coach John Wright will be named the new head football coach and AD at post uh, post you can remember coach Michael Pittman um, mm-hmm. he ended up leaving a, a fantastic program um, post has, has always been one Decatur was the school that had been in that flux with coaching changes and an interim now they secured their head coach if you remember that uh, Steve Huff, Steve, no, College Station's old coach. Why am I blanking on this? I'm going to be real mad. We're looking this up. Um, is it like, is it Huffman or? No. Uh, I thought it was Huff. I think it's Huff. Yeah. I think it, I think you're right. I think it's Huff. I don't know why I questioned that so hard. Like, that was one of those, I said it really confidently, and then I was like, You still got your why vacation that? Second guest. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a day to get back into it here. Anyway, Decatur P- Pickle's has Pickle's got been... a lot of emails to work through. Yeah. She really does. She really does. Uh Anyway, congratulations to John Wright. Pending school board approval tonight, that will be going through. Then another one coming from way down south, Edinburgh CISD named former assistant coach uh, Raul Salias as the interim head football coach for the 2022 season at Incomides High School. So making a switch down there in kind of the greater RGV Laredo-esque area. Um, And then finally... That's all for coaching changes news, but want to kind of take you through some of the stuff that we have on texasfootball.com right now. The biggest of them, um, we DCTF's 2022 class, uh, like the regional outlooks on what we're doing for predicting the district standings by district playoff matchups and regional champs. Um, Step has been rolling out all of those. So if you've been missing that, that is a premium um, piece of pieces that have been coming up. So go ahead and check out Step's regional outlooks. He is usually pretty spot on with those which it's really amazing. not surprising them. yeah that's <laughs> i guess that's the still to me it will never be surprising that step is like really good at doing all of that but the capacity that he does that with of doing all of them it's like there's how no do way. you get that many right yeah <laughs> like, yeah there's no way he's the, a cyborg the two biggest sports brains that i know mm-hmm. like in terms of just being able to hold on to information that most of us just don't have Can't the space do. for <laughs> is Craig Way and Matt Step. Yes, one hundred and ten percent. They're computers. Like you can ask Craig Way like how to get to any high school in the state, and he can like he he's like a map. Yes, getting you, know? like, you step by step. Like, right. Get on County Road one seventy two, and then go uh-huh. and then you go. Know? Like steps the same way. You're like, what's the best place to eat? And blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And he like you know, it's like how do you? And he'll give you seventeen wild. options, and he'll be like, well, a lot of people will say this, right. but it's actually like right. the real <laughs> yeah. true locals know that it's this. It's, yeah, it. it's my favorite thing with Craig is when he does scoreboard live. He'll say the county name for every school he's introducing, and it's like that God. when you get up here, it's like oh, okay, there's Tarrant County, and you know all Fort Worth is kind of in that thing. But when you get in, like, like Lano, it seems easy because it's Lano County. But you yeah. get up here, and it's like, yeah, how? There's a whole other. That's a whole other set of that? information yeah. that you got to store back there. Every county name. That's and, what blows and my they're mind. With. Yeah, that's a whole other. Some of it's generational, too, because, like, you talk to him about it, and he's like, I literally had to know how to drive to those places. Yeah, because you didn't. Like, you can't just pull yeah, up way. Like, yeah, I yeah. Drive, <laughs> to get you there. I drive I know. to all these places, and I'm on autopilot the whole time. Yeah. Like, I don't need to pay attention to the road. It yeah, tells exactly. me it's 800 feet away yep, and all yeah. this kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, it's like I've got the major highways down. I can tell if you're going to Houston, you're going 45. If you're going here, you're going 35. Exactly. But it's like, yeah, county roads, it's like... Like back in the day, Not trying good. to get Not to Madisonville, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, man, you don't have any service. No. Nope. You, know, you don't no. have, like, the gas station. <laughs> you better be know. Open. You missed your turn. You're in Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> like, like Newton? How do I get to Newton? You know, 
else. Uh, yeah, those that's two funny. are those two are machines, man. Yeah, that's true. So there's that uh, step schedule is also out. If you yep. miss that, go check that. And that's obviously subject to change. Um, but yeah, just a lot of a lot of stuff going on on TexasFootball.com. So make sure to check that out just because it's the kind of depths of the off season. We will. Uh, there's no lack of content on top no. of that. We'll be getting a ton of content this week. At uh, We leave on Saturday to go down to the, the THSCA coach annual coaching school. We always do about 50, 60 interviews through there. So there will be plenty of content to get us through the quickly approaching Texas high school and college football season. So there you go. Some headlines across the state to get you caught back up. We're Texas Football of the Day. We are here every weekday at noon talking football in the Lone Star State. We hope you will consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. It's a year's worth of online content. Of course, our magazines are coming out. They should be hitting shelves sometime in early August is what we're hoping. There was some paper supply chain delays, um, but we are hoping that those will be coming out there. I don't have our read pulled up, so I'll get that pulled up uh, after the fact, um, <laughs> after we do our interview Yay. which by the way we'll hand that over to Mallory Hartley to tell you uh who our interview was with at uh, Leeds Beckett University yeah I got to talk to um Dale Bottomley at Leeds Beckett University he is a coach over there and basically Leeds Beckett University is uh, football I guess the team is like it's just a second chance for pretty much anybody in the world to go over there and play football, you know, play American football. Yeah, American I, would, football. I had to, I had to, cl- I had to, I yeah. looked at you Clarify. and I was like, this is not football. This right. is American. Right. They actually play American football. And it's kind of just a second Because in Leeds, chance. they play some real football. They, exactly. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I had to clarify that. I was like, eh, maybe I should put American in front of it. But yeah, it, it's basically, the, I got to talk to uh, Hamza uh, too as well. He is a coach down there, but he actually played Texas high school football. So he's got kind of both knowledge in uh, the UK and America. So pretty cool interview. I'm excited for you guys to to learn more Man, about Leeds Beckett University. Be awesome. What? Wouldn't it though? Like if I was, you know, if I had an offer between like Lamar Incarnate Word, Southeastern Louisiana and Leeds Beckett University. I'm going there. Shoot. <laughs> See y'all later. <laughs> on a plane now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. I'm yeah. saying. Fish and chips all day. Hell, it's yeah. so good. All right. Uh, here is Mallory's interview with Dale Bottomley and uh, Hamza, you said? Yes. Uh, from Leeds Beckett University. With the 63rd edition of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine set to release this summer, we are proud to spotlight one of our advertising partners, Leeds Beckett University. Leeds Beckett University, based in Leeds, United Kingdom, is recruiting hardworking, committed, and passionate players for their national championship winning Carnegie American football team. Here to tell us more is Dale Bottomley, the head football coach and sports development officer for American football at Leeds Beckett University and Hamza Rizvi, assistant strength and conditioning coach at Leeds Beckett University. First of all, thank you guys for carving out the time to sit down and tell us a little bit more about yourself and Leeds Beckett University. Coach Bottomley, we'll go ahead and start off with you. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you ended up at Leeds Beckett University. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so I started playing uh, the sport in the first year of my undergraduate degree back in uh, 2009. Um, and for all your, your viewers and listeners, I think it's going to be strange hearing a British accent, but like we were talking about earlier, the sport's definitely grown over here. So I started playing when I was an undergraduate student. I played for four years. 
uh, and then I kind of graduated from a master's course and then figured, well, the sport has got an opportunity to grow in schools and high schools, so I did a bit of work there. Uh, and then I was fortunate enough to get the head coach uh, role at Leeds Beckett in 2016. And I guess ever since then, with um, a great coaching staff and committed coaching staff, we've kind of grown the programme to where now we can offer scholarships and opportunities for players uh, across the world, including obviously the, the United States. So we've got to a place where we've got a comprehensive programme, not too dissimilar from what you'd see in the US. And um, we just want to kind of build and build with some more passionate and talented players. And what type of athlete are you recruiting to play at Leeds Beckett University? And what opportunities are available for athletes who are interested in continuing their football career overseas? Yeah, I, I guess we uh, we have our tagline as the relentless pursuit of excellence. So we want players that want to strive for excellence and be the best they can be in everything they do on the football field, in the classroom, uh, in their employment, their family life. So we want people that really want to be the best they can be. Um, and we want kind of passionate players um, and perhaps players that uh, want something different and a different opportunity that perhaps they wouldn't get in the US because studying abroad is a big, a big opportunity for them to broaden their horizons, uh, meet new people, um, and kind of get a different experience uh, than the perhaps they wouldn't get in the US. So, so yeah, I guess that's kind of a basic rundown of those, those student athletes that we're looking to get. Uh, so the opportunities available. Um, the main thing that we have is the opportunity to study for a degree, uh, whether it's postgraduate or undergraduate. And our de undergraduate degrees here are three years, not four. So you do it in a bit shorter time and you'll study just for your major. So you wouldn't have to do any different classes, any generalized classes, maths, English. If you're doing business, for example, you'd just study business for finance, economics. You just study that major. That's a big uh, opportunity for students that, uh, that come over here. Um, to play football, there's no eligibility issues. So as long as you're a, a full-time student, you can play. It doesn't matter what age you are. Um, opportunities to uh, to see the world, see a bit of Europe, do a bit of travelling. We're based uh, in Leeds in the UK, which is kind of middle of the UK. We've got an, an airport not too far away. And Hukums himself has been doing some travelling to Europe, really affordable. Um, and then progressing onwards, they can their students can go on and, and play abroad, perhaps in the summer in between the academic year and play professionally in Europe. So yeah, we're happy for players to use this as kind of springboard to bigger and better things. But yeah, we feel there's such a great opportunity that perhaps uh, student athletes in the US don't know about yet. Uh, and we offer something that's a little bit unique and a bit different to what they perhaps know already. Man, how cool is that? That's quite the opportunity right there. And Hamza, you played football at George Bush High School right here in Texas and continued on to play at Texas Southern University before traveling overseas to study and play at Leeds Beckett University. Tell us a little bit more about your football career and experience playing overseas. Okay, for sure. So I didn't start playing organized football till eighth grade. So that was my first exposure uh, at Hodges Bend Middle School. And then when I made it to high school, that's kind of when I was really exposed to how big, you know, Texas high school football really was. You know, first generation, our first born American in my family. So we, we didn't really have a lot of exposure to, to sport and, you know, Texas culture and things like that. So we were just kind of winging it as we kind of went around. And so by my freshman year, you know, I fell in love with the game. Uh, I had a high school coach who won a Super Bowl. So when I learned that, you know, Coach Alan Aldridge, I used to pick his brain every day. Like I'll be in his office and we're talking, like just trying to take advantage of the knowledge that he had of the game. And so, you know, eventually I make it to my senior year. I get voted captain and um, just had a really good time. You know, we fell short of aspirations there. 
Um, and then eventually I walk on at Texas Southern University, which I think was a really humbling experience. And I think it, it, it really prepared me for the experience I was going to have at Leeds Beckett because um, it kind of prepared me to understand, so you put your head down and go to work, you know. Uh, when Coach Reeves talked to me, I think January, February, about the opportunity, I would definitely say if it was only football, I may have not done it. You know what I mean? I think the opportunity to get my master's in strength and conditioning, and I also got a chance to work as an intern coach with, like, the sprinting team, uh, some rugby players, the tennis athletes, and things like that. So all those three opportunities wrapped up into one, I just felt like it would be silly of me to kind of let that opportunity go by. So it was an, it was an incredible experience. Absolutely. And do you have any advice you would like to share with athletes looking to follow a similar path as you did? Okay. I think the best thing I could say to them is like, you really have to love the game. You know, I think you might be in a situation, regardless of where you go play, that you're putting in more than you would expect to receive back from the game. And I can truly say that I got everything that I put in. You know, we were, we were lucky and fortunate and privileged to have access to strength and conditioning facility. We had access to student physiotherapists and things like that. So whenever we had aches and pains, we had opportunity to get that worked out. Uh, but the it is a big step, you know, especially if you're coming straight out of high school as an 18-year-old or as an undergrad, 22, 23-year-old. It's a big step to move, you know, across the world and you're living on your own. And like for myself, I had to learn how to cook, you know what I mean? And this budgeting, just, and there's a lot of growth. So I would say that obviously there's the opportunity to play ball. You really have to love the game. But in this situation, I would say that it needs to be about more than just football. I think taking advantage of that educational opportunity or any kind of work experience that I was able to receive, I, like I think I was in a really unique position to be able to get, do all those things in one opportunity, you know? So the best thing I could say is really love the game. You really have to love the game. And it has to be about more than just football. It should be about, obviously you could push your football career a little bit further, but it's about perpetual growth in yourself. That's probably the best thing I could tell them. There is no doubt about that. Coach Bottomley, we'll go ahead and leave this last question up to you. If athletes and coaches are interested in learning more about Leeds Beckett University, what's the best way for them to get more information? Uh, yeah, it's really simple. I think the best way would just to, be to give us an email. Um, so my, my email is d.bottomley at leedsbeckett.ac.uk. Uh, really simple. We're also on all platforms of social media. If you Google uh, Carnegie American Football um, or type into Instagram or Facebook, you'll, you'll find that. So Carnegie American Football, Leeds Beckett American Football, you'll easily find us. Um, and, and like I said, ju just to add, there's opportunities for scholarships, um, you know, so we, we can fund that as well. And, and all the players that we've had from the US, we've had 16 or 17 players uh, from the US so far the past three years. Um, and they've all used FAFSA to cover those costs. So all, all those same financial things apply. That's probably one of the main questions, but give me an email get us on the social media and we'll, we'll be sure to answer all your questions. Perfect. And you got your website down on your screen there. I see right there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, guys, thank you again to coach Bottomley and Hamza Rizvi for joining us here on Texas football today. We really enjoyed it. Thank you. I appreciate it.
And there it is, a little American football talk, which is typically what the show is about, but it's, our interviews aren't necessarily placed in uh, England UK. most of the time. <laughs> so we appreciate them joining us. Uh, and thanks to Mallory for, for doing that interview. And it seemed, I mean, that was cool. It was cool to hear that, like you said, that it was people are able to go over there and do something completely different. Right. It, it, and I feel like it's just kind of a foreign concept to most people. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you play high school football, especially in the state of Texas, like, and you're wanting to play at the next level, your expectation is you're going to go play in the United States, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, there's other options out there. And I'm glad that we were able to sit down and talk to them and kind of learn more about what they do and how welcoming they are of, you know, not just Americans, but anybody in the world. So it was pretty cool. Cool. Cool experience. Um, real fast, do you mind if I tell you about our friends at uh, Athletes to Athletes here? Yes, playing you football, can. <laughs> playing football at the college level is a dream shared by many high school athletes in the state of Texas, but there's more that goes into that making a dream a reality than just on-field performance. Academics, culture, interest, and location are just some of the areas that need significant consideration. What if I told you there was a college counseling service that could help you navigate this process from start to finish, developed specifically for the student-athletes? Headquartered right here in Texas, Athletes to Athletes is just what you need. As the best college counseling service available to student-athletes, this local business is focused solely on helping student-athletes find the right college programs for their needs both on and off the field. This program encompasses all of the expertise and services of a traditional college counselor with added programs, tools, and resources that are unique to the student-athlete experience. Go to athletes2athletes.com forward slash DC today to schedule your free info session and see how they can help you pursue the best college program for you. You can scan that QR code or again, go to athletes2athletes.com forward slash DC. And finally, Mallory, do we have any final thoughts? Yeah. So Friday is kind of an important day for us, if you guys don't know. Uh, It is the premiere of our Women Talking Football, or WTF for short. Um, So we're actually going to, well, it's kind of like this, I guess, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because, you know, we expected Tepper to to be here this week. But uh, we're going to take the place of Texas football today on Friday. So it's going to be kind of the same as today, but it's going to be our podcast and our things instead of Texas football today. So make sure to tune in at noon on Friday for the world premiere of women talking of football. And I won't be live there. Show. I won't be there too. Cause she was like, it's like today. I'm like, well, <laughs> well minus my yeah, we'll craving on there sometimes nah, nah, maybe. <laughs> not, with me. not with me around. Yeah. Most of the time we're, I think we're going to do the episodes on Thursdays. Um, but yeah, we decided for the, we wanted to get one in before we get head off to coaching school. So yep. it was best to do it Friday. We're just going to do a TFT takeover. So wherever you're watching this show, right now or if you're listening on the podcast um we will be in place of tft on friday so we are very very excited and we yes. hope that you will tell all your friends and join if you know any ladies that don't typically like listening to podcasts tell them to give us a shot yeah um all right well that's going to do it for us thanks for spending part of your day with us make sure to like us on facebook facebook.com slash dave campbell's follow us on instagram instagram.com slash dave campbell's follow us on twitter at dctf and of course see all of our work at texasfootball.com thanks again craven for joining us of course appreciate y'all having me <laughs> voluntold that he yeah. was hopping on today <laughs> um and for mallory hartley i'm ashley pickle Ooh. vince young Ooh. Please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow, hopefully with our brains turned on a little bit more on Texas football today. (laughs)